Which is Father, we praise you and thank you for the privilege that you've given to us to stand before you. As you have started blessing us from the beginning of this service, now we are waiting upon you to speak to us, edify us, encourage us, prepare our heart and mind to receive your word as you want us to be received. And be blessed and become a blessing to one another. Unite us in spirit and in love. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Greetings to you once again in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I thought of asking you, as I remember, uh, as an introduction to know how many of you remember the promise of this year. Unfortunately, God has led us through our past even in the prayer itself. So I know all of you remember the promise of this year. Amen? What is the promise of this year? Yes, what it says? Amen? Amen? Yes. Remove harmful beasts from the land and the sword shall not go through your land. What is the precept? Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. So as a theme to this year, God has given us about holiness. At the same time, he has promised that, that we, should, we will live in peace. In the precept, two things were there. We have to strive peace with everyone. And we have to strive holiness. And without which, no one can see because our God is the Holy God. Based on that, on 31st of December, we heard on title named and uh, what is the, the, the promises of, based on that promise and uh, the holiness of God as it is mentioned in the scripture what is the holiness we have seen about seven points that indicates us reminds us of how to be holy from our side of it one is we have to fear God. Second is we have to obedient to God. Thirdly, we said that we have to love for God and we should have fellowship with God and we should hate sinning from this world. And we also encourage to serve God and serve His people. Finally, we should have a heavenly mindedness. When we have all these seven characters in our life that will help us to maintain holiness. That is from our part. So today as a continuation of that message, we are going to meditate on two things in that it is mentioned. And before that, let us also see what is holiness means it? Then, uh, before that, I wanted to ask you, what do you know the precept of this year and the promise of this year? 
and you know the promise of this day as well. Amen? How many of you know the promise of this day? This week? Put up your hand. If you know it. Only, only five? Six? Only that much? That much you know about this week's promise? Just now you are saying, you have heard. What is the promise of this week? Yes, if you know the promise, you just put your hands up. So sad. I don't know why you are, people are so shy to put up your hands. Or, uh, I'm doubtful, I think you are fearful. What is the next question he is going to ask? Don't worry. If you know, if you are sure about your word of the promise of this way, you can confidently put your hands up. What? How you want me to express it? Do you understand my language or not? Do you understand my language? Hope I am speaking in English, as you know. Do you know the sure about your this week, uh, promise of this week? Okay. By your words, voice, I accept it. What is the promise of this month? Yes? Leviticus? What is that? One person remembers the promise of this month. Where do you find the promise of this month? See? You know the value of the printing of that calendar? Not the printing cost. Value of the word. The promise. That cannot be spared. Why these promises are given to us, we have to see, study, meditate, apply in your personal living and see that how God blesses you. When you expect from many things from God, first of all you should know the promise, what he has said. That is the promise for this month. So, when you are we are printing the calendar. We are giving uh, 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 abundance of uh, calendar, uh, more than sufficient. And uh, we are encourage you to take more than one or two copies, three copies, no problem. But uh, not everyone has gone through the scripture what it is. Please go and check what is the promise of this month. You know what is the promise of this month now? Leviticus chapter 20. Verse 7. It is so sad to speak to you in this day from this word because most of you, 99% of you, not remember what is the promise for this month for you. Please open your Bibles to Leviticus chapter 20, verse 7. Consecrate yourself, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourself, therefore, be holy, for I am the Lord your God. 
If you read the next word, verse 8 says, And you shall keep my status and perform them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. So there are three things very commonly it is mentioned. In these two words, one is consecrate yourself and be holy for I am the Lord your God. That is the center of the verse. And you shall keep my status, obey the commandments and perform them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. I do not know how many of us are familiar or thorough in understanding the terminologies of the Bible. Here it is the two things are mentioned. One is about a consecration, another is about a sanctification. What is consecration and what is the sanctification? So based on that when I meditate, Lord has given to me some of the things and even this morning I can say that this is the portion for us to study and meditate and to know and thorough what is our part, what is God's part. Of course God is holy and it is a commandment for each and every one of us to be holy. It is a commandment, there is no option, it is not, it is not an optional, it is not a choice. We should be holy. That's what it is saying. But in this, in this line, when you meditated last time, we are seeing what is our portion to maintain holiness. God is holy. He wanted to be holy. And we have seen all seven things. How to obey. We have to obey Him. We have to love Him. We have to fellowship with Him. We have to hate sin. We have to serve Him and serve the people. And also having a heavenly mind. Now further, let us see what God leads us to say even in this thing. So, in short, I can say, it is good news for us. Holiness is not something that I have to produce. It is not you have to produce. You can, but it is not. Instead, it is a promise of what God will do in our life. It is not we doing. And um, God's call to holiness, what is it? The scripture is very clear, as I said. God wants us to be holy. He calls us to holiness. And we first find this call in Exodus chapter 19 verse 6. Where God states that Israel is to be holy nation. Exodus chapter 19 verse 6. Can anyone read that? Exodus 22 verse 31 Yes God is called the whole Israel of his people holy people Secondly in 22:31 the holy people not only as a nation and as a people, God has called. So the primary focus in the book of Leviticus is the whole about holiness. So there we find the call to consecrate ourselves and to be holy based on God's holiness. In Leviticus 11, 44 and 45. Can anyone read it? 
Leviticus 11:44 and 45. Leviticus 20 verse 7 and 8 That's what I said even before, in the beginning. And also verse 26. Yes, here God declares that He sets us apart from the nation around us. God is telling, consecrate yourself, I am holy and be holy. And in this, our portion is consecrate yourself. So, in a couple of time, in the minutes later, we will come to know what is the difference between the consecration and the sanctification. And here now, the question is, holiness is necessary without any hesitation. we enter into the holiness and we should be very perfect and it is a god's wants and the word holy comes from comes from basically when you look to the study the word it is basically from the hebrew and also in the languages greek languages signifies something that is some place something someone who is sacred or consecrated set apart or de- dedicated for god it is also includes obedience from our part to god's law and standing blameless before him that's what the whole thing so holiness means sanct consecration means it may be the place may be the people the things and also individuals set apart for god's purpose that is consecration amen amen if you understand you can say amen to that thank you in a very real sense the word be holy because i the lord you are god i am holy as we are read it is an empowering command for each and every one of his people god is saying that because we are in relationship with him and because he is holy we are holy and our condition is being holy is determined not by our performance but by his divine act but you were sanctified first corinthians chapter 6 verse 11 says but you are sanctified in the name of the lord jesus christ and by the spirit of our god so in this scripture 
the verb is sanctify the noun is the saints and the adjective is holy holiness is result of god's act in setting us apart it is god who makes us holy we cannot do from ourselves it is by him the most important point we must remember about holiness is it is it's the source as i said what is the source of holiness god himself there is no other not by your deeds not by your works not by your life whatever the way you live he is the source of holy and we are received from him it is he who makes us holy not by ourselves amen exodus 31 13 god in the initially even moses he prepared he said to him sabbath is holy for him and also god again clarified that the one who produces holiness is us that is what what we read leviticus 20 verse 7 and 8 he confirms that secondly jesus the heart of holiness jesus is the heart of holiness i can say as we know god is the source and jesus christ is the the heart of it how it can we say it because as a 100% god he lived on his earth at the same time he was 100% of perfect he lived as a 100% of perfect human on this earth as a living as a human 100% on this earth he performs and proved to this world he is holy so he is a second example for us to follow and we receive and he is the setting an example in all the way in all the way whatever you think it is impossible whatever you think that it is a sinful world a ritual world and whatever it is filled with this world and in the midst of everything he lived a holy life he expects us to be holy amen amen first jesus embodied and demonstrated holiness in his life on this earth as i said there were three primary factors in his life revealing holiness number one jesus first of all had a heart for god that is why from the beginning before coming he was sent to this world by god the father and he was obedient to the father until his death so his heart is throughout his life his heart is for god so our heart should be for god alone hello our heart should be for our god alone not for anybody else or anything else and his desire was to be totally obedient to his father that we know from john 14:31 he was totally depend upon god and his daily strength 
and he sought to reveal God to those around him. Verse 9 says. Second, Jesus had a heart of holiness. By himself he is holy. Of course, by birth he is holy. But at the same time, his heart is to God himself. Sin had no hold on his life. Verse 30. John 14, 30. He lived a dedicated to the principles of godliness. Throughout his life, he sought to maintain intimate union with God. And Jesus also had a heart for others as he had a heart for God. And he came to give his life for sinners. John 10, verse 15 to 17 you can read. And also 15, 13, 15 as well. His life and his death revealed his dedication to saving and serving the sinners. Christ's holiness was manifested in the way he dealt with his people. So by his very simple, practical living, he proved he lived a holy life. Amen? Amen? Do you know that? Believe that? This is scriptural. That's what is, it is written in John's Gospel, John 14 chapter. Secondly, there is no holiness for us totally without Christ also. We cannot live a holy life in our own strength, either before or after experiencing of salvation. Only through a daily walk and intimate connection with Christ do we find holiness. The thought is things to be nice, but seek to live like Jesus on this earth. Always, it is our expectation, our desire, it should be our desire to live like Jesus on this earth. Amen? Amen? So we have to ask our question, what would Jesus will do? Whenever some people sometimes ask funny questions, what is wrong in doing this? What is wrong in doing that? What is, the, is it written in the Bible? For so many things, they try to uh, save themselves or justify themselves what they are doing. The way of li living is justified by themselves. They are not sinners. But for those who are climbing that way or playing that way in this earth to pretend that they are the holy people, for them, the challenge, the question is, compare yourself with Christ. Is Jesus did this as he was on this earth? Is Jesus is pleased with what I am doing right now for what is not written in the Bible? Since it is not written, you are not knowing it, first of all. And if you say it is not written, okay. If it is not written, that is a simple way to... Justify yourself or correct yourself or convicted by the word is compare yourself with Christ. He is a classic, class one example for us on this earth. If you say that, okay, God is for, God is holy, that is his nature, that is the prime attribute of God, we cannot, we are human. After all, we are human. That is the excuse always we used to take. We are humans, no? We are humans, no? Who said you are not human? You are human. No problem. But at the same time, Jesus Christ lived on this earth as a human. 
but he lived as a sinless life he lived with a holy life that's what he expected as a christian we cannot go and tell any other people outside the world but we can tell this only inside the place because he is our god jesus christ our savior he set an example for us to live and to follow him amen amen thirdly he gives us a holy heart filled with his presence in ezekiel let us turn to ezekiel chapter 36 25 to 27 ezekiel ஆயிரத்தொள்ளாயிரத்தொள்ளாயிரத்தொள்ளாயிரத்தொள்ளாயிரத்தொள்ளாயிரத்தொள்ளாயிரத்தொள்ளாயிரத்தொள்ளாய
you will come to know more about the what is the holy spirit or anointing of the holy spirit baptism of the holy spirit yes because as a christian if you do not have the knowledge about these terminologies and this experience it is a really sad thing so we are churches we we think that our church and our people are very much known and knowledgeable in the world but a very simple practical lessons or the uh, terminologies we could not understand and about even the trinity i do not know but i am not condemning anybody just i am encouraging you to make sure that you are thorough in all these things as a mature christian mature christian means it is not that you have more knowledge the knowledge with your experiences some people have the experience some people have knowledge but that has to be balanced put together and understand the scripture right away so when you receive the holy jesus christ in your life when you commit yourself confess of your sin you inviting jesus christ in your heart at the same time the spirit of god is in you if you believe say amen to that amen. those who receive the holy spirit say amen. amen thank god god help you god will continue to minister to you in the days to come not only that the apostle paul made this even clearer in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 to 19 let us quickly read that one Ephesians chapter 3 16 to 19 because of the time we have to go fast but we have to read this word 3 16 to 19 filled with all fullness of god so i believe that the greatest challenge to holy living is not the world around us the sinful nature within us or even satan's active temptation instead the greatest challenge is or to holiness today is to our failure to accept the reality of who we are in christ we have to accept that failure first of all we should know who we are in christ there are lot of promises are given in the scripture since we do not know those scripture and we do not know what is our position in the lord and if we know it definitely our heart will rejoice by the position what god has given to us amen second corinthians 5:17 Christ dwells within us and we are holy this gives us the status a starting point and the power to begin living a new life in him so if anyone is in Christ he is a new creature all things are gone passed away and and amen so when we are in Christ the old things will pass away we became a new person so now what i want to say is 
because of the time we have to just move about sanctification when i say that even in the scripture what we read leviticus 27 and 8 seven says consecrate yourself and eight says i am the holy god i will sanctify you so consecration means what setting apart sanctification uh, sanctification means making you holy it is god who keeps us and makes us holy so what are the sanctification so when you look at different when you go through the scriptures and search the scriptures mostly the word consecration is mentioned in the old testament in the new testament and the epistles when you go through it mostly it is written about sanctification sanctification is holiness and it is god who makes us holy when god say that i will sanctify you it is god will say that i will make you holy amen and it is the will of god to that we have to be sanctified mean it is the will of god we should live a holy living that is the understanding as a simply if you take it consecration is setting apart sanctification means i am making keeping you holy or making you holy and now how do we sanctified or how do we become holy and last time we have seen from our side what are the things we will do from our part of it now quickly we'll go through five points about how we became holy or how we are made sanctified or made holy from the scriptures so sanctification sanctification once again sanctification is the same greek word as i said it speaks about holiness hagaios meaning of separation first yeah once for all the positional separation and to christ at our salvation second a practical progressive holiness in a believer's life while waiting to return of christ thirdly we will be changed into a perfect holiness that is holy sanctified and completely separated from the presence of the evil world so first of all as i said the first meaning is positional separation second is a practical progressive holiness thirdly we will be changed into perfect likeness of god anyhow based on this there are five things as six things i wanted to say to you sanctification first of all sanctification by god that is first thessalonian 5:23 let us read that first thessalonian chapter 5 verse 23 now may the god of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our lord jesus christ 23 and may the grace sorry may the god of peace sanctify you by the peace he works in you which is your great 
means of sanctification. Who will sanctify us? God will sanctify us. Sanctification is holiness. God who sanctifies us. So holy, the world signifies holy and perfectly every part and all that concerns you. Whole soul, body and spirit are sanctified. Not a portion of it or a part of your body or a part of your spirit is sanctified. What the scripture says? Overall, you are sanctified by God. Secondly, sanctification is by Christ himself. Hebrew chapter 2 verse 11. Hebrew chapter 2 verse 11. Can you read that? Open your Bibles. Verse 11, they say, For they are nearly related to each other. He that sanctifieth Christ, even Hebrew 13, 12 says, And all they that are sanctified, they are brought to God, that draw near to or come to Him, which are synonymous terms, which is mentioned there. All are one partakers of one nature from one parent Adam. So that is where it was said about, but it is Christ who sanctifies us. As I said, when we receive Christ, Christ will sanctify you. Thirdly, sanctification by Holy Spirit. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 2. First Peter chapter 1 verse 2 and also First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 11. First Corinthians six eleven. First Corinthians six eleven. By the Spirit of our God, by the Spirit we are sanctified. In saying the verse two, one Peter one two it says, in sanctification of the Spirit and to obedience. So. The condition is what? Obedience. When we obey the Lord, that is the, even even the very primary verse. What I said, the twenty-seven and eight is also it says, and follow the statutes of God. That even in the beginning, in the beginning of the year, the promises all the priests also says that we have command and hold on to the statutes, the commandments, the laws of God. That is the condition. We have to follow. We have to remember. When if you do not follow, you are a failure. You do not understand. Now we have seen the God, the Father will sanctify us. If the His Son, Jesus Christ will sanctify us, then the Holy Spirit of God is there for us to sanctify. 
That's why all the time I used to say that even in the olden days, God, God was among the people. And He speaks to only two through very selected. In millions, one, pe- one person He has chosen. But God was among the people. When the time of Jesus Christ, He was with the people. He moved with the people. And now, He is for everyone. He is in each and every one of us. He is not among us alone. He is, of course, He is among us. He is with us. But more than everything, He is in us. That should be our faith. That should be our confidence. When you have that confidence in every moment of your life, whatever the trials and you go through or the troubles you go through, you will not be shaken. Because you believe that confidence is said, I am the child of God. He is in me. He is with me. It is you who counsels me. It is you who guides me. It is you who protects me. But this is our confidence. It should be our confession as well. So when you go through this kind of experiences, you will, you, then when you go through only, you will be prove that you are maturing in Christ. Otherwise, you will be keep on drinking milk as an infant. As a matured man and women, we should go through the hardships and see that and experience, know the word and experience that word then you will prove that you are a mature person. Fourthly, sanctification is by truth. John 17, 17. Quickly. John 17, 17. That is the prayer of Jesus Christ. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is the truth. So, through thy truth, by giving them the right views of truth and leading them to obey, as a, uh, as a divine truth is the great means of sanctification, the more clearly is understood and the more faithfully is obeyed, the more holy man will be. The more lovely will be either character and the greater their usefulness and enjoyment. That means, the more you know the word, the more you obey the word, you will be sanctified more. How the word by word you are sanctified? You know that? When you are going through any temptation, when you are about to fall in sin, the word you know, the word will speak to you in your conscience. That will convict you. You are a child of God. Don't do that. It is a sin. It is a trap. Be careful. Don't do that. The word which you know. The word, there are two meanings for that. The truth, Jesus Christ is the truth. He said, I am the way. Life and the truth. He is the truth. Another truth is, the word of God is the truth. And if you know him, and if you know the word. Now, the word. The word is the truth. The truth will convict you and correct you and keeps you holy. Amen? Fifthly, sanctification is by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hebrew 9.14 Hebrew 9.14 Please read it. Hmm. Thirteen, twelve. 
Hebrew 13, 12. Amen. By his own blood. So in that case, it is not going to happen now. It is already done. Only thing is, you have to believe and accept it. Sanctification by the blood of Jesus Christ was done for us. The same way the salvation is done for us. But who will receive it? It is very few. So in that case, the, we will be sanctified and made holy by the blood of Jesus Christ, which was already done 2,000 years ago. That is why the new covenant God has given to us is, remember this, what is kept before us. Remember this. Whenever you remember this, you remember this. What you will remember? What you will remember now? We are sanctified by this blood. When I am taking part, it is I am obeying the commandment of Jesus Christ. I am a partaker of this. When we are coming together and take part in this, in one, one spirit, one faith, we acknowledge it was done by us. He is holy and he wants us to be holy. And we also comment and commit on this time when you take part in this. I will live a holy life because it is commanded and he is the holy God. I want to be holy. When you take part in this table, even in this day, it is a reminder for you as well. At the same time, when you take, come, uh, come in the front and uh, took the, take this one, you are saying to yourself, as a making a commitment to yourself and also to God, I will live a holy life. Because I take part in this. Sixthly, sanctification, finally, by prayer. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 4. 4 4. Hmm. 5 5. Five, five. Verse five also. Hmm. Yes. How will be sanctified? The word of God and by the prayer. We should pray a prayer to sanctify ourselves. Even by our prayer, God will sanctify us. So we should prepare and uh, ourselves to pray such a prayer. So that God will come down and sanctify us. Amen? So what are the things? How you will be sanctified? How you become holy? Number one, it is God who sanctifies us. Second, He is by His Son Jesus Christ is the one who sanctifies us. Thirdly, Holy Spirit will sanctify us. Fourthly, the truth, the word will sanctify us. Fifthly, the blood of Jesus will sanctify us. Sixthly, prayer. Is there anything is new for you? Anything is new for you? God is new. Son is new. Spirit is new. Is the blood of Jesus is new? 
If the prayer is new, everything is old. But how much we are aware of such thing and understood this in our personal living. And the privilege and great value of the scripture, what God has given us. So the promise of the year. What is the promise? And a precept. He is holy. He wants us to be holy. That is the commandment. Promise for you today is. Once again let us read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 and 24. Open your Bible as a conclusion. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 and 24. All of you open your Bibles. All of you open your Bibles. Shall we read together? As a promise, as a confession, as an acceptance of God's promise today. That will keep us holy. Let us go. One, two, go. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved, blameless and at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. Amen. Amen. Our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. Are we faithful? The same, the same belief, with the same belief, with the same voice, with the same faith, you have to say that. When you say confidently God is faithful, you should also in faith say that I am also faithful. Can you say that? Our God is faithful. We are faithful. To yourself, to your family, and to God as well. Amen? Then these promises will be yours. He will preserve you sinless, blameless, holy, until the coming of the Lord. We are all waiting for the Lord to come. Amen? Amen? Thank God. Let's close our eyes. Hallelujah. Prepare ourselves for the Lord's table which is kept before us. As we know, as we heard, the Lord's table is prepared for God's people. Those who are accepted Jesus Christ and received Him in their life and obeyed Him and confessed before men and obeyed Him into what is a baptism and confessed their faith. Dear Father, once again we thank you for the privilege what you have given to each and every one of us. As you are speaking to us through this word in this day, Lord, continue to help us to meditate these scriptures and to know the plan and purpose of you concerning our life on this earth. As you are the holy God, you want us to be holy. Lord, 
with our own strength not with our own ability not with our own knowledge not with our own understanding we become holy but it is you who makes us holy help us o lord to be a holy children because you are the holy god none in this earth so far have said that i am holy it is you o lord and we as a children we will also tell to this world he is our god and we are his people let this promise be our portion in the days to come in jesus name we pray let us turn to our bible to first corinthians chapter 11 from verse 23 to 33 i can we will read <clears throat> for i received from the lord verse 23 that which i also delivered to you that the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me in the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the lord's death till he comes therefore whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the lord but the lady a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the lord's body for this reason many are weak and sick among you and many are asleep for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged 32 but when we are judged we are chastened by the lord that we may not be condemned with the world therefore my brethren when you come together to eat wait for one another in this very commonly what we know is first of all it is a commandment do this do this do this second common praise here is remember this remember this whenever you do it third thing we should know is it is a new covenant between we and god between you and god and in the overall when you go through it the lord's table reminds us of few things first of all 
it is an expression of his love to us whenever we come to this table it reminds us and makes us to remember the love of god manifested through his son to us we are privileged to partakers of this table secondly it is in verse 26 by the verse 26 it is an explanation how to do it verse 26 says as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup in the sense we should do it as often as possible for the convenience sake we do it once in a month but the encouragement is the explanation is given here is we should do it as often as possible and the expectation from the same word is what is the expectation you proclaim the lord's death till it comes the expectation is the lord is going to come that is our expectation that has to be remembered and the same thing has to be proclaimed to remember the coming of the lord whenever you come to the table remember the lord is coming until he comes we have to do this that is the new covenant and fourthly the expectation uh, sorry the examination verse 28 so we have to examine ourselves let us not examine others examine ourselves if you don't properly examine yourself the judgment is on you it is very open and clear no one can say i do not know i am not aware of it there is nothing to difficult to understand this scripture the scripture is very open no need of somebody to explain to you so examine yourself means you examine yourself what to examine why to examine how to examine you know it who we are what we are what is the condition of ourselves today what we have done in the morning what you have done in the last night so always i used to tell and even to teach the the students when they are coming so what do you pray in the morning to so everything before evening before go to the bed recollect everything from the morning after your prayer if you are time only praying in the night remember everything what are the things that happened thank god for what god is a good thing what is given god is given in the morning when you pray surrender yourself pray for each and every part of your body your eyes your nose even mouth your tongue your hands your leg and surrender your heart more than that your heart surrender to the lord and start the day come for the evening examine yourself and see that what you have spoken is whether right or wrong if it is right thank the lord if you heard a good thing thank the lord you've heard the bad thing confess before him so this is what that is why it is a day to learn living as i said the the topic of this day is the holy it is a growing in holiness holiness is not one time process it is not once in a once in for all it is not once in for all it is a progressive thing holiness is a progressive thing. the title of this message is growing in holiness 
So the growing in holiness is based on your day-to-day living. Every day you have to sanctify it. Every day you have to examine. So when you are uh, when you are doing that in every day in daily basis, it is easy for you to come today to examine yourself and take part in this table. If you believe, say amen to that. Amen. So examination and encouragement is finally verse thirty. Encouragement here is we have to encourage one another with this because it is a great blessing. God has saved for us, prepared for us. He gave His life. Because He gave His life on the cross, we have a privilege to take part. And because of Him, as a holy living, we are called to be holy. And He makes us holy. And He will keep us holy until He comes. You are not excited at all. The Lord will not only, He will make you holy and He will keep you holy in your daily living. Close your eyes. Once again, let us pray for the table. And thank the Lord from your heart. Thank the Lord from your heart. You are privileged to take part in this Lord's table. It was prepared for you. Thank Him for His life. Thank Him for His sufferings. Thank Him for His death. Thank Him for His resurrection and power. And also thank Him for His coming. He is coming to the church. He is coming to each and every one of us. When He comes, we believe we will be with the Lord. We will meet Him. The purpose of this message, holiness is, we will see the Lord. And when He comes. Father, once again we thank you for the table that kept before us. When we take part in this, O oh Father, the bread and the wine reminds us of your body and of your blood. When you take part in this, we will also, Lord, examine ourselves. If you have any unforgiven sin in us, Father, we pray, forgive us. Cleanse us with the precious blood of your son Jesus. And make us as a worthy person to take part in this table. When we come together, we remember your birth, your suffering, your death, your resurrection and your coming. And we have a great hope that we will see you when you come. In Jesus' precious name we pray. As usual, the ushers will help you. Those who have given your life to the Lord and accepted Him as the Lord and Savior and obey the Lord into what is the baptism, you are free to come and take part in this great blessing, what God stored for you. As we drink this cup, we worship you. As we eat this bread, we honor you. And we offer you our lives as you have.
Hallelujah. Let's be on our feet. And just speak a word of prayer. Lord, let the word that I've heard today profit in my life. Bring me eternal profiting. Please, let's make that declaration as we close. Lord, let this word bring profit, bear fruits unto holiness, unto godliness unto righteousness, unto eternity in my life. Are you praying? Lord, let the word that I've heard today bear fruit unto holiness, unto righteousness, unto godliness, unto fruitfulness. In every area of my life, a quality covenant holy walk with you and in you, O God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your word. Your word has brought light, has brought comfort, has brought direction, and has ministered life to us today. We receive the fullness of your word and decree it shall bear fruits unto holiness, unto righteousness, unto godliness, unto eternal rewards. In the name of Jesus. And as we return next week, we shall be better than this in the name of Jesus. The holiness of God shall become our lifestyle in fullness. In the name of Jesus, we go in peace and return with testimonies. This week shall be a week of testimonies for you. What you have been expecting for many years, God, the God of holiness, shall appear for you this new week in the name of Jesus. This month shall be a month like no other month in your life by reason of God's move and manifestation in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Thank you, Father. 
all the programs of the church are declared blessed this week. Everyone coming for discipleship training are declared covered in the name of Jesus. You will learn and what will make your life better shall be released in the name of Jesus. I decree this year nothing shall make you afraid. Just as the promise of the year said, it shall be so for you and your family in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Thank you, Father. We go in peace. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's share the grace in fellowship. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Holiness and peace, that's your portion and my portion. Amen. So when you finish saying it, say that's your portion and my portion. Go in peace. Amen.